Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family with free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You. The one and only Christian Motivation Broadcast, hosted by your one and only Jubin Jean Georges. Faith is one of the most central parts of our relationship with God. No matter who we are, no matter what our walk in life, there will be trying times for us. These difficult moments test our faith and trust in God. Our faith is tested daily, by terrible news stories that remind us of death and cruelty, by personal troubles, by the human failings of our family and friends. And yet the more we live in faith, the better we are able to make our way in the world, to trust in God as ultimate plan for the human race. Faith makes us stronger, braver, better. Faith helps us through times of trouble and allows us to help others going through their own sets of trials. What exactly is faith? It is the trust that God exists, and by following Him, we look forward to a world beyond this one, the Kingdom of God, where we will live in peace with Him forever. Biblical Definition of Faith Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Hebrews 11 1-3 What is faith? Everybody talks about it, but few take the time to define what it is. The Bible offers a definition from the letter to the Hebrews. Faith is not merely holding to certain teachings, such as that God exists, but rather it is a strong conviction that the world around us is part of a greater plan, God's plan. Faith means that although at times the world looks chaotic and uncontrolled, we feel deep down that this chaotic world is not where we truly live. Rather, our existences are guided by God's strength and power. With faith, the world is more than just a wild place of cruelty and power struggles, of seemingly meaningless deaths and hardships. We are more than mere animals with animal desires. A world seen through the eyes of faith is a world in which each one of us along with everything that happens to us, has meaning as a part of a great plan. Faith means that there is more to the world than what we see with our eyes. Moreover, faith is not just a mental agreement. As the rest of Hebrews 11 illustrates, faith drives action. If we believe there is more to life than what we see, true faith will drive our values, decisions and actions to align with our belief. Faith in difficult circumstances. 
He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17 20 Jesus Christ here reveals the power of faith. In a difficult and often chaotic world, something as simple as faith can change everything. Think about the great men and women throughout history who have changed the world for the better, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King Jr., and Mother Teresa. Without their faith in God and their courage to act on it, where would we be today? It is only through faith that we can see the world as it ought to be. The stories on the evening news are not the ultimate reality. Instead, God's final reality is a heavenly kingdom to which we aspire. If we keep our eyes on Him and make decisions based on faith, we become agents of a God who can move mountains. Faith is based on the objective word of God. In fact, faith is crucial to our daily walk with God. We must remember that without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Hebrews 11:6. Hello everybody, how you guys doing? How you guys doing today? Um, I just want to um, apologize a little bit. I'm actually delayed. Um, I was supposed to go live at one o'clock, but there was a lot of noise outside and I was trying to get the noise, you know, stop a little bit. And I apologize again if you guys hear like a background noise because they're doing some work outside. So um, they're kind of quiet right now, but I don't know if they're going to go back, you know, go back again. Today, I'm coming to you live. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, everybody. And I just want to say thanks to God because God, you know, protect us last night. We went to sleep last night and then we woke up today and you went to sleep and you actually woke up today. I just want to say thanks to God for that. Today... I'm actually going to talk about faith, just like you guys just saw this little video that I put together. I'm trying to create different kind of, you know, different kind of strategy. You know, maybe like before I go live, I'm going to play some videos about the topic that I'm going to be talking about, you know, trying to make my channel fun so more people can join so I can be able to spread um, the message of God to everybody. So we're going to focus about faith. We're going to talk about faith. We're going to spend some time spend some time about it. And I want you guys to talk to me too, you know, communicate with me, convert with me, maybe shoot me like a you know like a message the moment I'm talking to you guys right now or later on today whoever going to watch this video, you can send me a message. You know, let me know. Uh, maybe like a testimony, like a you know something um, about faith, something that you've been waiting for, something that you've been asking God for, and then because of your faith, you actually receive it. So, faith. Now, faith is the insurance of things hoped for. It's something that you're hoping for. The first question, like I'm gonna ask. Do you have to be a Christian to have faith? Do you have to be a Christian to have faith? 
on my point of view, you really don't have to be a Christian to have faith, but the will of faith come from God. But you don't have to be a Christian to have faith. Because like faith is something that, you know, you believe in, something that you want, you believe is going to happen. You know, faith is something that you actually don't see. Just like to be a believer, you have to believe God exists. You have to believe Jesus came to earth to die for us. That's why make us a believer is, is, is the faith that make us a believer. So now, now faith is uh, insurance of things hoped for. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. When I say him, I'm talking about God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of those who seek him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. What does that mean? Trust in the Lord with all your beings. Trust in the Lord with all your mind. Trust in the Lord with all your life. Do not lead to your own understanding. Like, do not believe in yourself. Do not, you know, like, believe on, you know, like, on you. Because, like, that's why it makes us have pride. A lot of people that serve in God, God let them go because of pride. Because of, you know, like, God is probably using them in a way that, that is so powerful. And then a lot of people are following them. And then some people start taking them as a God. And then, like, that person becomes to have pride. And then pride actually keep growing and growing and growing. That's exactly what this means. Don't lean on your own understanding. Like, don't say, like, oh, you know, you know, you know, I believe in me. I don't need to believe in God. So if we're going to look, like, into the uh, ver- uh, the first verse I have for you guys is Matthew 21, 22. Matthew 21, 22 say... Matthew, uh, Matthew 21, 22. I'm sorry. I have to pull this. Um, Matthew 21, 22 say, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So in whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So, there's a lot of people that actually been praying God. They've been asking God for something that they really want or something they really need. But they don't have faith. They're asking God at the same time they are doubting. They're doubting the thing they're asking God for. If you start to doubt, that means you do not have faith. Because for God to answer your prayer... You have to have faith. For the people that know the story of Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ was on earth, when the soldier, the lead, um, the captain, I think he was the captain, the captain of the soldier came to Jesus saying like, my son is sick, my servant is sick. I think he was his servant. Yeah. Come and do something. What did Jesus say? Do you have faith? 
every time Jesus, you know, like did something for someone, he asks you, do you believe? By him asking you, do you believe? He's asking you, do you have faith? Because without the faith, let's, God able to do something for you, even if you don't have faith, but he want us to have faith. So Jesus say, uh, you know, Jesus want, want ask him, do you have faith? Everything, every miracle that God, that Jesus did for someone when he was on earth, he always asked them, do you believe? Do you believe me? Do you have faith? So if you're praying for something that you wanted or something that you need, if you do not have faith, believe me or not, you, you will not receive it. You, you're not going to get it because you have to have faith. Even if you are not a Christian, you are someone that's in the world that's living your life however you want to. You do have faith. Some of them have faith because like they um they they have faith, but in a way they don't have faith in God, they have faith on their self, they believe on their self. A lot of them I hear like a lot of people say, I believe on myself, I believe on me, I believe in me. And I say, Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in God? No, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in you know Jesus, I believe in me. So like they believe that whatever they're gonna do, they will succeed. So that's why I say in the beginning, the first question is, do you have to be a Christian to have faith? But the will faith come from God. That's why some of us spend so many years praying about the same stuff and it never happened because you keep doubting. So I'm coming to you with faith to actually talk to you about faith is because I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help me. Not to doubt when we pray and ask God to help us, when we ask God to do something for us, when we have God, when we ask God to reveal something to us, like a lot of us, we're asking God, can you reveal yourself to me? There is a lot of belief, uh, non-believer, they actually say, if God can reveal himself to me, I will believe in, I will believe in him. But in the same time, they are doubting. They have doubt. That's why a lot of them, God do not reveal himself to them because they are doubting. So if you're asking for something, you have to have faith. Hebrew 11.6. Hebrew 11.6 say, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. Same thing. For who? Whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he reward those who seek him. Just like I just say, you have to believe that God exists. That's another, you know, that's another faith. That's another way to actually have faith. If you don't believe God exists, your prayer will not be answered. If you don't believe that Jesus came to earth and died for us, you will not have the salvation of God. If you don't believe that Jesus, there's a lot of people saying like, okay, people saying like Jesus came to inside of Mary, why he actually had to do all that? Why why didn't Jesus just appear on earth as a as a 30-year-old because the ministry of the Bible said that the ministry of Jesus started when he was 30. People saying, like, why didn't Jesus just appear on earth as a 30-year-old and start doing the stuff that he did? Why he actually had to 
you know, like put himself inside Mary. So some of them doubt that. They say, like, you know, the Bible is nothing but story. You know, men actually, you know, create story, you know, wrote the story, blah, blah, blah. Jesus did, Jesus did, but they don't believe, really believe in it. But God, uh, God did that for a reason. Yeah, I used to ask myself that question, too. You know, Jesus could could just like appeal just like that as a thirty year old and do things. But God, you know, there's some stuff that God do we us as a human, we will never understand it. We will never see the real reason. We might see like a little bit of it, but we're not gonna see the real reason why God did that. So you praying, you asking God to re- reveal himself to you. Every time you pray, nothing happened. It's been one year. It's been two years. It's been three years, five, 10, 20 years. God haven't revealed himself to you. So you should like sit down and think for a moment. You should ask yourself, why? It's been like 10, 20 years God having revealed himself to me. I am so sorry. My notification is blowing up. So check yourself for a little bit. Saying like, there's something in me. Am I doubting? Like, do I have doubt? Because sometimes we think we're not doubting, but we are doubting. You should ask yourself, do I have doubt? Like, Am I doubting? Like, do I believe 100% that God will reveal himself to me? Do I believe in that? Do I believe that God will answer that prayer for me? Maybe it's because you are doubting. You do not believe 100% that God will reveal himself to you or Jesus will reveal himself to you. You've been asking God for like a job for like for for like a couple months or a year. You haven't found that job. You've been praying. You even fast three days, asking God to open the door for you so you can have the job and nothing happened. Because inside of you, in your heart, you are doubting. You do not believe 100% that you will have the job or you don't believe that you qualify enough to get that job or you don't believe that the prayer will answer. So that right there, doubt will actually, doubt is the enemy of faith. Maybe you knew that, maybe you didn't know that, but doubt is the enemy of faith. You might have faith 50% and you have doubt 50%. You might have faith 99.9% and then one little percent you don't have faith you're doubting that causes you not to receive what you've been asking God for because you are doubting. You're not supposed to have doubt. At all, you're not supposed to have that, or you're supposed to believe a hundred percent that God will do the thing that you ask for. The Bible said, "Whatever you ask in my name, in my Son Jesus Christ, you will receive it." But you're not going to receive it if you do not have faith. Just like Matthew 
just like Matthew 21, 22 say. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Me, I used to doubt. I'm not going to lie. I used to doubt. I say use because right now I'm in the point of my life right now that God does so much for me. Like sometimes I'm looking for the right word to actually impress myself to God. You know, I'm not able to find the right things to say to God, to say thanks to God. Because I, right now, I'm not saying like I will never doubt, but right now, in the moment I'm talking to you right now, by the grace of God, I don't have doubt. Because like, I know God will do more for me. There's a lot of stuff that I've been asking God for. He started doing it for me. There's a lot of things that God haven't answered. I know he will answer it for me. And sometimes we actually don't want to accept the answer. Sometimes the answer is God not giving you what you ask. And then you think that. You are doubting. You think that God not listening to you is because he know, just like like I said last time on, I think, episode nine, I actually say that, because he know that if he give it to you right now, or if he give it to you, that will cause you to lose your soul. What will you choose? Losing your soul or saving your soul? What do you want God to do for you? Do the things that you ask him for that he know will cause you to lose your soul or for him to just don't do it for you. That's why I always ask God, even if my flesh is not pleased with your answer, do it for me. Even if my flesh don't accept your no by you saying, no, you're not going to do something for me, just do it. Even if I get mad, don't pay attention to me getting mad because it's actually not me getting mad. It's the flesh in me that's getting mad. So I pray about those stuff a lot. There's There's so many stuff that I actually pray to you or to somebody else. They might say, oh, that's some... You know, you've been very silly right now. Why are you praying about those stuff? That that don't make no sense. But to me, it make a lot of sense because, like, I'm getting myself ready if something happens in the future so God can help me out. So that's why I pray about those things for me to always accept God's will because God's will is not my will. The thing that I want to do is not what God might want to do for me. The things that I want, I think that I need, is not the things that God think that you need. God might think like you want something else. You might ask God for two things. God say, why two things? You, um, I'm going to give you five. You might ask God for a dollar. God give you, God know the dollar not going to be good for you. He give you five dollars. Or God might say like, that dollar not going to be good for you. He don't give you no dollar. So we, the same time that you are praying, asking God for and asking God for something, and you're trying to have faith. At the same time, you need to pray and tell God, "May Your will be done. Help me to accept Your will, no matter what Your will is." 
God will might be he's not going to give it to you. But it doesn't mean that God don't love you. Satan will play in your mind. Satan will say, God do not love you. God did not listen to you. Come to me. Worship me. Follow me. I will do everything for you. Satan will always do the things that God do not want to do for you. Because he want to make himself, he want to make himself look like he's the real God. Because Satan is telling people that are serving him, he's the true God. I hear a lot of videos on TikTok. There's one guy, I actually don't follow him, but his video keep popping up on my TikTok page. His TikTok is about making Jesus look like a false God, making, you know, saying that God is not really God. Jesus is not really, you know, God. He's saying like negative things about, about Jesus and about God. And then he's telling people Satan is the true God. So those are the things that the enemy is doing to people these days. Those are the things that the enemy want people to actually believe that he is God. I'm going to tell you something that you need to ask Satan. Ask Satan, when was the last time you died for me? When did you die for me, Satan? Can you tell me when did you die for me? So when you ask Satan that question, you need to make a action. Don't just ask the question and then you don't make an action. If Satan cannot show you, if Satan cannot tell you when he died for you, your action should be, if you if you were serving Satan, your action should be, I will not serve you no more. I will not follow you no more. Why should I? serve a God, I'm not saying he's the true God, but he's claiming he's a God. Why should I serve you when I'm not, when you didn't die for me? Why should I serve you when the love you pretend you have for me is a fake love? Satan do not love you. So Satan will always come in front of God. Satan will, Satan will even, God will even allow Satan sometimes to enter a prayer for you to see what you're going to do about it. To see if you're going to ask God, was it you? To see if you're going to ask God, that voice I heard in my mind, was it you? Some of us were just going to jump and be excited. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Maybe God do want you to have it, but he wants you to have it five years from now. But God is testing you to see what you're going to do. He allows Satan to do it for you right now in that moment. So it doesn't mean like every blessing that we have right now, God wants you to have it right now. It could be Satan. That's why the Bible says Satan appeals as, you know, as an angel of light. Satan wants you to believe that he's an angel of light. He's from God. Satan wants to, you know, like want you to believe that the person you saw on your dream told you, blah, 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 I'm going to do this for you. It was God. So you have to have faith and you have to check 
your faith. But I'm saying check your faith. You have to check. You know, like for like a example, uh, you I've been asking God for like a call, and then after so many so many years or so many months, God give it to me. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna say, God, was it you doing it for me? Was it you that did it for me? Because like I'm not just gonna just be excited. Oh, I got the call. I got a call. I want to make sure that God is the one that give it to me. I want to make sure that I'm not saying for you guys to you know like to to do it. That's the way I think. That's the way I see things. That's the way I want to live. I want to continue living. Those are the things that I want to do. I want to ask God, was it you doing it for me? Woman 10, 17, actually say, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Hearing the thing that you hear. So faith comes by the thing that you That's why it's good when you're reading your Bible, you read your Bible out loud. Because like when you hear, um, when you read the Bible out loud, you know, you hearing your voice, you know, like faith going to come back to you because like the, the breath, I spoke about that on one of my episodes. I don't really remember which one, but the breath that coming out of your mouth is the breath of God. Because when God created us, he breathed inside our nose, his breath, his energy, his faith, everything in him went inside of us and we become human. So when you like reading your Bible out loud, you creating faith within you. Because that's why woman 10, 17 say, faith come by what you hear, like the thing that you, that's why it's good to go to church. I'm not saying that you have to go to church to be saved, but that's why it's good to go to church. Because like when you go to church, you're hearing, you know, the back of, you know, like the worship you know, praising God and then you praising God too, that's helping you. You feel like in that moment, you feel like your spiritual life is growing and growing and growing. You feel like you have the energy because you're hearing the worship and then you're doing it as well. And then when the pastor is preaching, you're hearing the, you know, you're hearing the word of God and the word of God is going through you because we have two separate ears. We have the physical ears, we have the spiritual ears. And then the word of God is going through your physical ears to your spiritual ears and then go to your heart, go to your spirit. So that will grow within you, that will grow your faith. So for the hearing to bring faith, you have to have faith. You have to have a little bit of faith for that little faith to believe in what you're hearing so your faith can grow. Because your faith able to grow, your faith not going to stay like in the same level. You're just like a baby. Your baby was born. The baby growing, growing, you know, start crawling, start doing the first step, start doing this, start doing it until it's like, I don't know, if God wants you to leave 100 years old until you're 100 years old, you die. So faith able to go up and your faith able to go down. If you don't pray, if you don't fast, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't do the will of God, your faith going to keep going down. Your faith going to keep going down. But when you do those things, your faith going to go up. Your faith going to go up. Your faith going to go up. So people, that's not a, a believer. 
their kind of faith is different than our faith. Some of them choose to serve Satan because Satan is doing things for them fast. A lot of us saying like God is taking too long. A lot of us say that. I used to say that. I'm not saying just you, but I used to say that. I used to say that. Oh, God is taking too long. Jesus is taking too long. Let me do my own thing. But some people, they say, like, God is taking too long. Jesus is taking too long. So they go serve Satan. So they believe that Satan will do it for them. But that's not the kind of faith I want. I call that negative faith. Yeah, you have faith. Yeah, Satan did it for you. But that's not the kind of faith I want. That's not the faith that the Bible talk about. I'm talking to you, God, about, I'm talking to you guys about the faith in the Bible, the faith in Christ, the faith that came from Christ. Not the other faith that you have that Satan going to do it for you if you serve Satan. That's why a lot of people sold their soul to Satan. Because they have, um, they believe in them that Satan, if they give Satan their soul, Satan will pay, um, you know what? That's soul stuff. I think that's a topic that I'm going to have to do some research on it so I can talk about it. Okay, I'm going to say something. Um, You know, if you guys have something that you guys want to say about it, you guys can say about it. Like, to me, if you make a deal with the enemy, with Satan... You know, that actually off subject, but you know, that's something that I used to think, you know, to think about that actually just pop up my mind again. Let, let's say that you, um, you sell your soul to Satan, right? And then Satan say, okay, if you give me my, if you give me your soul, I will give you, for example, I will give you $10 million. Okay. You agree. You sign the paper or whatever thing that Satan asks you to do. And then if Satan don't do it, If Satan don't do it, I don't think that you really sold your soul to Satan. I think Satan have to do it, even if he don't do it, but he have to do it. Cause like I think that's when um that's when the deal gonna um gonna you know what you know I I actually don't know why I'm you know I'm thinking about this you know I just wanted some I just want somebody to I just want somebody to tell me something about it. I don't think. You know, like the deal will 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 go through if if Satan don't do it. So that's the reason why when you do it, you have faith that Satan gonna give you something. You sell your soul to him. He actually did it for you because like because like if he don't do it, he will not have your soul. If he don't do it, he will not have your soul. So I am sorry. I, I think that actually off subject a little bit, but, but yeah. So if, you know, if anybody like believe that the same way as me, just let me know. So maybe God, maybe the reason why I say that is because maybe somebody, you know, listening to me right now or going to listen to me later, maybe you went through that. Maybe you went through that and then you think Satan have your soul and then you're afraid um to serve God, you think that you're not worthy enough. Maybe you sold your soul and then Satan did not give you what he promised he's gonna give you. 
So if you sold your soul to Satan and then Satan did not um, do what he actually acts on, that he actually told you he's going to do because that's part of the deal. If he actually didn't do it for you, that means that he, he do not have control over your soul. You did not, you know, like make the path. You're still able to get away. I'm not saying for you to go, I'm not saying for you to go talk to Satan so Satan can do it for you. But no, I'm I'm just saying that to let you know that you are still free. You are still able to get away. You are still able to change your mind because like he haven't done it yet. Some of us, Satan will play you like that. He will make you sow your soul to him, but he's not going to give it to you. Because I hear a story about that, like people that, people like in, you know, like in Africa, you know, they sell their soul for like money, you know, in ritual, but they haven't, they haven't, um, they haven't received those promise they gave them. It's been used and used and used. And then now they think that their soul belongs to Satan, you know, and all those stuff like that. But no, Satan have to do it. Satan, I believe that Satan have to do the thing that he told you he's going to do for you if you sell your soul to him. So if he haven't done it for you, you still have a chance to run away, to change your mind. So so maybe that's the reason why, you know, God allowed me to say that. So back again. If we go to Mark 11, 22 to 24, and Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that what he said will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be Yours. You see, believe that you had received it and he will be yours. Like you praying, God. You say, Jesus, I want this. You have to use your faith to believe that you already have it. I done that prayer a couple of times. I haven't done it yet, but I think I'm gonna redo it again. Thank you, Lord, for the verse. By you praying God for something, the same moment you actually pray and ask God for it, and then you believe and you say thank, thank you, Lord, for giving it to me. That is a big faith. You you actually then um don't have it yet. You just ask God for it. And then you already believe that you're gonna have it. You say, Thank you, Lord, for giving it to me. For example, let's say I need a gold watch. Say, Lord, give me a gold watch, give me a gold watch. And in the same moment, I say, Thank you, Lord, for giving me the gold watch. I receive it in Jesus' name. So you believe without having it that you already have it. It's like in your mind, your gold watch is in your arm already. You already have it. You've been looking for a job. You say, Lord, please give me this job in Jesus' name. And then you say, thank you, Lord, for giving me the job. I receive it in Jesus' name. The job is mine. God will get up this throne, say, my son, my daughter, hallelujah, you have it in Jesus' name. 
So by you doing that, I'm not saying to just do it and then you don't really believe it. You have to believe it for real. And then you you say thanks to God. You give God praise for giving it to you, even though he haven't done it yet. Even though God haven't done it yet. So that's why Mark said, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, receiving it, and it will be yours. So believe that you have receiving it. That's like you haven't have it yet, but you but you already believe that you have it. It's like it's right like in your hand. It's like the car is parking outside. It's like it's like your son or your daughter are out of drugs. Because a lot of us, we are praying God for God to change our son or our daughter life because they are involved in drugs. They are serving Satan. They are going, going around, you know, like sleeping around, clubbing, do all those stuff. And we asking God to change their life. So you have to believe that God already done it for you. Even though you still see that your son or your daughter it's still out in the world doing crazy stuff. But you're already praying God. When people ask you, how's your son? He's great in Jesus' name. Did your son stop smoking? Yes, he did in Jesus' name. By you saying yes, he did, you're not lying. That's not a lie. That's you using your faith. You, other people might think that you are lying because like your son is still in drugs, but you say like your son is not and drugs no more, doing drugs no more, but he's doing it. You're not lying. And God eyes you are not lying because you are using your faith. You are, you know, you believe that God already done it for you. So you are not lying. I might think you're lying because I don't know your prayer with God. I don't know your faith with God, but in God eyes, you are not lying. You are using your faith. I've done that many times when people are saying like, you know, you know, did did you get the thing you've been asking God for? I say yes in Jesus' name. Are you saying yes in Jesus' name? That is a seal. You're using the seal of Jesus. You're using the name of Jesus as a seal. You're putting the seal in, in what you are saying in Jesus' name. Yes, I have it. But if you go on and say, yeah, I have it, man. You know, I have it. You know, everything good, I have it. And you're not using the word of God. You're not using Jesus' name into it. Yeah, that's a lie. But by you saying, like, in Jesus' name, I have it. In Jesus' name, my son is not doing drugs no more. In Jesus' name, my daughter is not doing drugs no more. In Jesus' name, my daughter is not a prostitute no more. So you are using your faith. The more you do that, your faith is going to grow and grow and grow and grow. And then God will have no choice but to do it for you. Do you know that God loves when we take the word of the Bible? It's like we slam it, you know, like in front of God's face and God's face. God loves before you go to prayer. There's some stuff you're asking God for. You have to do your research. What does the Bible say about when I'm asking God and then you look for a couple of verse and then you are ready. You know, it's like you're going to war, right? You're going to, let's say you, you're like a boxer. So like, you know, like you train yourself, right? You study the person that you're going to fight. You say, okay, that person, 
always want to throw like the right arm, you know, do this, do that. And then like you study and then like you find a way to block it. You find a way to do this and then like you train yourself. So you feel like you're ready. You feel like you're ready. You're excited. You cannot wait for the day. Same thing. When you're going to ask God for something, if you haven't done that, you know, you know, that's a good advice. I'm not saying you have to do it. That's just advice. Before you go to God asking God for something, you know, crack, you know, like by you cracking your neck like that, it's like a way that you are praying. You study, you know, you're doing research. What does God say about that exactly? And then you find a couple of verse, you are ready. And then you got on your knees saying like, Lord Jesus Christ, you're saying your word. In Jesus' name, if I ask anything, in Jesus' name, I will receive it. In Jesus' name, I think that's in Matthew or something. Uh, Psalm, Psalm something. Um, I have to look for that, you know. I I don't have the Bible like on my mind. Memorize the whole Bible like on my mind. There's a couple of, you know, stuff I know like on my mind, but, you know, I don't know the whole Bible like on my mind, you know. I know a lot of things that the Bible say, but some of them I have to look for the verse. But I know what I'm saying like is in the Bible. Okay, so you know, so yeah. So and then and then like you actually say like you say like in your you know, whatever we ask in Jesus' name, in your son Jesus Christ's name, we will receive it. That's what you say in Matthew this or you know, like in some this, or you say, Jesus, if I believe in you, I have no doubt, you know, I'm going to receive that. And then you say, this is what you say, Lord, you say it right there. And then you say like, you, Jesus, you know, right there, right there. This is what you say, like in your word, right there, right there, right there. So God loved this stuff. He would say, yes, my son. Yes, my daughter. That's exactly what I say. Because God do not want people to make him look like a liar because he is not a liar. But after you do that, you have to have faith. And then when you're doing that, don't do it like in a way like you've been, you know, in a way that you've been smart with God. Don't say like in a way that you just, you know, like, you, you know, your pride, you think like, you know, God have to do it for me, man. You know, you know, like you, you doing like that, just like those, you know, like those street people, those ghetto people. Yeah, man, you know, you know, you got no. Don't do it like that. You have to do it with kindness. You have to do it with kindness, and you still have to show respect. We have to respect God, respect Jesus Christ. We still have to show respect when we are doing that. So if you haven't done it, that's a good, you know, to me, that's a good thing, because I know God loves those stuff like that. If you don't have a... Close relationship with God is this is the time to have it because when you have a close relationship with God and God because your best friend Jesus becomes your best friend you talk to God all the time your spirit will connect with God I'm talking to you guys right now and I'm talking to God and my spirit because my spirit is connect with God I'm not saying I'm better than you guys I'm not saying like you know no I'm um I'm just saying like. I'm not the one that made myself like that. I pray a lot. I have been praying for years and years and years. And then like a couple of years ago, God actually answered that prayer for me. You know, I'm always communicating with God. You know, like whatever I'm doing, my spirit is talking to God. You know, to actually go further, I used to sin. And then like I'm saying, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> like I, I, I actually know that's bad. I know that's bad, but to show you, to actually go further than that, just to show you. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. 
You know, it's my flesh, my flesh. Please forgive me. So, so you have to have faith. You have to believe. Do not have doubt. In episode nine, I say that if we knew, only if we knew who we are in Christ, only if we knew the power that God gave us through his son, Jesus Christ, there's some stress you have, you will not have it. There's some doubt you have, you will not have that doubt. There's some stuff you you need that you don't have, you are going to have it. It's because we actually do not understand who we are in Christ. It's because we do not understand the thing that we're able to do in Christ. We do not understand that the enemy is under our feet. The enemy is not under, um, uh, you're not under the enemy's feet. The enemy is under your feet. That's what the Bible says. Only if you knew that Satan is using your power, Satan is using the knowledge that God gave you, Satan is using you to do his will. He's using your conscience, he's using your flesh, he's using you to do his will. Because Satan cannot just come and make you do it. He's using you to do those stuff. Satan is a mind, you know, what is the right word for it? Manipulator. Or, you know, I think that's the right way to do it. To say it. he likes to manipulate people. Making it seem like he's doing it for you. But no, he's using you, the power that God gave you, the knowledge that God gave you to do things. And then he make it seem like he done it for you. Because Satan knows the power we have in Christ. Satan know the authority that God gave us on earth. Everything on earth belongs to us. It doesn't belong to Satan. So Satan is manipulate your mind, manipulate my mind, trying to manipulate my mind and all those stuff to make you think that he's the only one that can do it for you. Only if we knew who we are in Christ. Only if you knew, if you have faith, you're able to do anything that you want to do on earth with the power of Christ. But we're letting the enemy play with our mind. We're letting the enemy do whatever that he want to do. We're letting the enemy laughing at us. The enemy is right there right now, laughing at us right now, saying, like, look, look. Are those your children? Those are the ones that you create with your own image? Do you know every time Satan say that to God, we make God look embarrassed? Are those the children that you create with your own image? Look what I'm doing to them. Look the way I'm using them to actually disobeying you. Look the way they allow me to use the thing that you give them, the power, the knowledge, the, you know, like the wisdom that you give them. They are, you know, they allowing me to use it to make them disobey you, to make them make you look as a false God. Do you know that we're making Satan embarrassed? Every, oh, not Satan. We're making God embarrassed when we do that. We allowed in the enemy 
question God. The way we act, the way we talk, the way we work, everything that we do that's negative, that's not from God, we allowing Satan to laugh at God. Oh, most of them are going to hell with me. What you gonna do? And then sometimes we're asking ourselves why our life is like that. Sometimes we're asking ourselves why God is so mad right now. A lot of people saying that if God is so lovable, why he's, he's letting all those stuff happen? Earthquake, tornado, tsunami. Country raising against country, do all those stuff. It's us doing it. It's not God. Us doing it. We allowing Satan to use us. Us as a child of God. If we knew the meaning of being a child of God, there's some stuff we're doing right now. We, we actually was going to stop it. The, the way that we are living our life right now, we actually was going to stop it. Only if we knew what is the meaning of being the child of Christ, the child of God, the children of God. So if you didn't have faith, I'm telling you that right now, have faith. If you've been praying for something for so many years, for a decade, two decades, and you haven't received it, ask yourself that question. Ask yourself two questions. Am I doubting or is it something that you do not want to do for me because you know I might lose my soul if you answer that prayer for me? And then... Tell God, may your will be done. Allow God's will to be done into your life. Because like you might be like stopping yourself from going to the next level, going to the next, you know, like a class. Because everybody is in a class. When you are a believer, you go to class to different class. When you pass this class, you go to another class. You've probably been stuck in the same level because you've been focusing something that you've been asking God and then God haven't done it for you. And you start to have doubt. You start to have that and then you're stuck in that level. And then God is waiting for you like in the next level. God is waiting for you like in the next class. God has been sitting right there in the next class waiting for you. But you've been um, focused like in that old class, that old level, because you keep thinking about something that God do not want to do for you. And then you still think that God gonna do it for you. And then God know that will cause you to lose your soul. Because He loves you, He choose not to do it for you. But keep having faith. Keep having faith because like everything have to do with faith. Faith is the number one, is the number one weapon, is the number one thing that us as a believer, we need to have. There's some non-believer that have more faith than us. They don't believe in God in a way that they want to serve God, but they believe there is a God. They just don't believe Jesus is the God, but they believe there is a God. That's why there is so many religions, so many false gods, because God put in us, we have to worship. That's another topic, you know, you know, worship. I'm not going to go too deep into it right now. But us as a believer... We are letting other other religions, people, to look more 
to look more as a as a believer than us as a true believer because the other people that serving their god they serve their god loyal they are very loyal to their false god like muslim for example those people follow that muslim stuff good they know they're supposed to fast that many times that many times they will do it even though you i used to work with people long time ago long time ago Every time it's time for them to pray, they go to a corner. Those Muslim people, they go to a corner or they go to the bathroom. They bow down and then they do it. But us as a Christian, you know, it's whenever we feel like it. Or when we're going through a tribulation, you know, a drama, that's when we choose to do it. So, have faith. Whatever you've been asking God for, if it is in his will, he will do it for you. Don't give up. Sometimes it's best for you to just pray for something and then you just lock it somewhere. You just allow God to do it whenever he want to do it. Then you pray for the next thing. Oh, sorry. You pray for the next thing. Don't focus on the same stuff. You've been focused focus like in the same prayer. Because like, you still uh, 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 keep asking God, oh, I need it, I need to keep doing, keep doing, keep doing. In a way, it seems like we do not have faith. When, when we keep praying about the same old stuff for so many times, our faith should be Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, I want this thing. And then you just lock it somewhere and then you allow God to do it. I say, God, I have faith in you. I believe I will receive it. Thank you, God, for giving it to me. And then you start praying about it. Maybe you should have like a note of everything that you want to ask God. And then when you pray about it, you say, thanks to God. Thank you for giving it to me. And then you just wait. You you go to the next stuff. Don't keep praying about the same stuff over. Yeah, there's some stuff God wants us to keep praying about. it, But there's some stuff. It's just like a one-time prayer. Then you allow God to do it. One-time prayer. And you allow God to be God. Jesus Thank you, God. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you. I give you praise and glory for giving it to me. After that, you say, may your will be done. And then you close that chapter and then you go to the next one. So maybe it's the time and day you're not thinking about it. God will do it for you. But by you keep thinking about it, keep doing all this, you're stressing yourself out. God wants you to pray for a loved one, for somebody, blah, blah, blah. But you don't have time because your mind is so focused on that thing that you think you need. And then, like, you actually not doing, you know, like, the will of God. So that's something I try to do. That's something I'm fighting with, with myself to do. Don't keep praying about the same old stuff. There's so many other things that I'm able to pray. There's people. I can just take that moment and just pray about it. Sometimes we have to forget about ourselves to pray for other people. Maybe, like, by you praying for someone... You forget about yourself. You're praying for someone. All your stuff will be resolved. The Bible said, look for the things in heaven and everything on earth will follow you. I think that's one meaning of it. You forget about yourself. You're praying about other things. You're praying for 
You're praying for the you're, you're praying for the non-believer, for God to make them a believer. You're praying for a co-worker you know that going through a hard time. You're praying for someone that's going through something. You forget about your need. I promise you God will resort your need. Because you forget about yourself. You are doing the will of God. You are preaching. That's the, that's a way to show love to one another. You are praying for someone you know going through something or want something. And then you're praying for the earth. You're praying for the non-believer. And you're praying for the believers. For that, for God to keep, take, uh, keep them as a believer. For God to help them to go forward, not backward. And then you're doing the will of God. You're traveling. You're doing this. You're doing that. I promise you, God will resort your need. God will not forget about your need. God will resort your need because you are doing his will by praying for other people, by showing love to one another. You don't have to give somebody money to show love. Only you praying. That person don't even need to know you're praying for them. So God going to resort that person need and then he gonna resort your need he gonna take care sorry he gonna take care of you he's gonna take care of your um that person i think that's one of the meaning of that look search for the things in heaven and everything else will follow so like i say i try to keep my broadcast you know hour you know an hour you know and stuff like that it's been like an hour, you know. I want to continue, but I try to keep it short. Maybe in the future when I have more people interact with me, the moment I'm live. A lot of people view my videos after, after you know, my life is, you know, in. So when I, by the grace of God, when more people start interacting, when I'm live, people are talking to me, asking me questions, or, you know, I might ask a question and somebody in the chat answer that question for me, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I will continue the broadcast. I might go more than, I might go more than, um, than one hour. So thank you for tuning. Thank you for the people that's live. Thank you so much for joining me live. You know, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for Everything. If you guys have any question, you guys can contact me on my WhatsApp in the screen. For the people that are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, because my podcast is every, I'm not just live talking to you guys, like I said before. You know, my podcast is all over different platforms Amazon Music, Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Google Podcasts, you know, iTunes, everything, you know, um, um, on Spotify. You know, so I'm all over. So for the people that are listening, um, if you have any question, you want to talk to me, you know, there's something I forgot to say that you guys want me to say. There's a topic that you guys would like me to talk about. You guys can contact me on my WhatsApp, 218-398-6452, 218-398-6452. Three nine eight six four five two. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. May God bless you guys. May the presence of God be upon you. May God allow you guys to have a wonderful day. I will see you guys on Friday. Thank you so much. Same time Friday. Same time Friday. Hopefully, 
Last time I did not go live. I'm sorry for that. I had an emergency on Monday. I could not go live, you know, but today I was able to go live and I'm praying God nothing happened on Friday. So everything can go good. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you had enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. May God bless you all. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.